All right. It has happened again. The time has come for the great and amazing Farts and Giggles podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Starring the sweet Miss Donna and the crazy Mr. John. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Coming to you live recorded. From our studios deep down in the bowels of South Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, baby. Hey, honey. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. (laughs) Doing good. Very good. As if you can't tell, we're having fun already this morning. All right, my, my, my. On what he's been smoking. My my honey nut Cheerios has kicked in and I'm ready to go. Apparently. Oh, it's been it's been uh, it's been a good morning. Yes, sir. So very good. So, hey, how's work? Works good. Yeah, you having mm-hmm. fun? Oh yeah. Anything anything crazy happening? Anything fun? Anything no. exciting? No, just rolling right along. Yeah. So, just normal story times and normal story times. Yep, I've cool. got some new folk new faces coming into story time. Yeah. Well, you should have some kids going to school now. Yes, some of them have gone to school, but I have some new faces. Okay, cool. That's always good to have a, a good rotation every year. Yeah. So, that's good. Um, My work, are you finished? Yeah, okay. I think so. I just want to check. Can't think of nothing else. Because no. <laughs> most of the time when I say, all right, well, my work was, and you go, oh, I forgot something. No, I have forgot nothing. Okay. Don't. My work wasn't too too bad i had a f- few things to scan um just kind of boring nothing nothing really going on except for until thursday or yeah thursday i think it was thursday it might have been wednesday mr pete called me and said hey those computers are ready to be installed now a little bit of background do you remember honey um probably i don't know two years ago three years ago when we went through this big debacle of putting in docks for the third floor people um, so that they could plug in their laptops and use like three big monitors and all that. And we talked about how things aren't working and how they're having troubles and all this kind of stuff. And somewhere in that conversation, those conversations, because this happened multiple times, I said, you know, if we just put in a desktop computer, they'd never have any trouble. (laughs) Well, somebody came up with this idea. Hey, we're going to put in desktop computers for these people. (laughs) (laughs) So I spent my afternoon installing desktop computers for these people. And you know what? They work. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine that. We don't have to fiddle with 500 cables. We don't have to fiddle with, does the computer recognize this dock today? Some days it does. Some days it doesn't. Some days it wants to use two monitors. Some days it wants to use three monitors. Some days it doesn't want to use any monitors. Sound like a moody woman. It's moody, all right? (laughs) And when I installed these desktops, everything worked. Well, good. And so now they can take their laptops and they can use them at home. Oh. And they're fine. 
and they can use them when they go into the field to do. do they go in the field that often? They do. They they do. They, they go to businesses like large businesses, okay. and they'll use a conference room, and they'll sit there, and they'll go for three or four days, going oh, through books, I got going you. through their books because they're auditing their, I got their you. stuff. I got you. So they do go into the field, which they this is why they need a laptop. But the idea was, hey, we're going to just get them a laptop, and then we'll set up these desks where they can work in the field, they can work at home, and they can work at the office, and all they got to do is plug in their laptop. It sounded really good. It just never worked very well because I was constantly getting called, hey, one monitor's not working. Hey, my computer's not connecting to the dock. Hey, I just, my resolution's off. Hey, this is wrong. This is wrong. And so finally, the people got smart (laughs) and said, if we just put a desktop computer in here, like everybody else in the business has, they don't have to worry about moving that stuff. It just works. Mm -hmm. And then their laptop can be free to do whatever they want. So that's what I did. And everybody was happy. And so I'm hoping that this is going to cut down on my service calls so yeah Mm -hmm. and troubles the sad thing is is that we spent thousands and thousands of dollars to get this system set up and then now we're going away from it (laughs) yeah but i'm okay with that because it ain't my money (laughs) um i don't think i made him mad but he looked at me funny somebody said well we spent a lot of money on this I said, yeah, but I'm not in profit sharing, so it don't affect me. (laughs) (laughs) I said, that comes out of your pocket. It was one of the VPs. I said, that comes out of your pocket. He said, what do you mean? I said, comes out of your pocket. You're the one that gets a percentage of the profits, not me. He's like, hmm, I guess that's true. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm just, I just kind of, I'm just kind of blunt sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know. Because we could have saved ourselves a lot of trouble, but either way, work was it was fun installing that stuff and getting all that done. That was exciting. So that's what work's been. It's been that's it. So, um, what you been reading? Um, I read "Things We Hide from the Light" by Lucy Stone. That is book two in her Knock 'Em Out series. That's that's what it's called, the Knock 'Em Out series. Mm-hmm. Not Knock 'Em Out. Knock them out. Knock them out. Knock, like knocking somebody out? I'll have to spell it out for you. Okay. I'll spell it on here. But anyway, not knock out. Oh, okay. Um, But anyway, book three comes out in September, and I'm told I might get it for my birthday, so. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Because my daughter, Bridget, wants to read it because she's read both of them. Oh, okay. So. Oh, so, so she wants to help you out by helping her. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I thought, she said, I'm going to get it for you for your birthday, Mama. I said, oh. Okay. Uh, okay. So. Wow. All I'm right. all into free books as long as they're good books. Yeah, I'm, uh, I guess so. Anyway, so. I finished reading that one. And I'm now reading, and I'm almost, I'm over halfway. So hopefully I'll finish it maybe today. It's called The Weaving of Life by Linda ba- Byler. And she's an Amish writer. And she is Amish. Oh, okay. Um. And if you look, you know, most most of the authors have pictures in the back of the book of themselves. Not her. Not her. Um, can't, can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> so, 
Um, and I did read up on her. Mm-hmm. She writes her own books. She writes them in notebooks by hand. Oh, wow. Yep. What I mean, that's the way, was it Steinbeck? That's the way they used to write. You know, and so um, I'm enjoying it immensely. She she, she is she is an Amish lady. She mm-hmm. lives in the Amish country. Um, cool. That's neat. See, this is what it says right here. Linda Byler grew up Amish and is an active member of the Amish church today. She is the author of several fiction series and standalone novels, all of which she writes by hand in spiral-bound notebooks. She is also well-known within the Amish community as a columnist for a weekly Amish newspaper. Oh, that's cool. So that's cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very much enjoying her her book. I don't know if I've read any of her others. That's that's getting the perspective of Amish from themselves, yeah. from, from an Amish person. Because most people, I think a lot of people that write about Amish people don't really, they're not Amish they they know people and they write about yeah, them yeah. but they don't and um also reading another one yeah. on my e-reader okay so two books at the same time apparently wow well i was reading not for me things we hide from the light uh-huh i was reading the book but i couldn't put it on my computer at work because we didn't have it in our either one of our right hoopla or cloud and so I was able to put the weaving life on the computer. So while I'm sitting there cutting up craft stuff, I could read it. <laughs> so I actually started it. Okay. And then on my e-reader, um, one of my books that I had had saved to read, because I have a bunch of them yeah. that were either free or a few that I purchased because they were really, I wanted to read them and they're very, you know, weren't very expensive. Mm-hmm. And um, this, the one I'm reading on my e-reader is called Moonshine Hollow by okay. Kathleen Brooks. Okay. You got through a good bit of books. Well, I'm not finished with these two, so right, you know, cool. But I usually don't read two at one time. But you know, I can't read. No, I can't read two. I'm trying to use my e-reader that somebody (laughs) got me. Thank you for using that. (laughs) That somebody bought me. Yeah. So and I really like it. Cool. Well, my book, I got through one, and. I got this. I heard about this book from another podcaster that I listened to, and they, it's two guys, and they talk about stuff, and then they talk about their reading too, mm-hmm. and they they kind of say, "Hey, what you been reading?" You know, and then they'll talk about what they've been reading or something like that. And apparently, these guys are more intellectual than I am, and <laughs> probably a lot smarter than me, and a lot more. Um, what's the word um literary they, they, they like more literary stuff they're really good readers they like to read um and they like to break down the reading you know that kind of thing and they'll talk about books sometimes every once in a while so this one is called fates and furies by lauren groff um and the guy was talking about it and I thought, huh, okay, well, he read that. I, I'll listen to that. So I found it, and it's available, and I started listening to it. And um, I got through the whole book. I did. Apparently it, it But I have no clue what was happening. <laughs> what was it about? I don't remember. I, I don't. It was about some people and a love story between this couple and some things that happened in the past and some things that happened in after they died and i don't know so you ain't got a clue i don't have a clue i couldn't follow it 
it was I, I don't know <laughs> i just and i i'm halfway through this thing and i'm going i what where did that come from and now one thing i will say is that the 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 author lauren groff um is like a groff g-r-o-f-f groff okay g-r-o-f-f somewhat like a wordsmith she Uh puts together phrases and sentences Mm -hmm. that are interesting and says things in a very intellectual kind of way through the character of course um but i just don't know what was going on okay i know there was a place where they talk about this couple that got together and how they fell in love and were married really quick how the mother-in-law don't like them didn't like her of course that's normal for some people my mother-in-law like me she does my, my mama loved you <laughs> i loved her my mama loved you a whole lot more than your mama loved me so <laughs> my mama really loved you <laughs> my mama loves you i know but my mama really loved you <laughs> it was almost a competition with him i think she might have loved you more than me no. so my mama loved you um either way so there was that and then there was friends and there were things but as far as what the purpose of the book was and what was going on as far as everybody's thing, I don't have a clue. Okay. I just don't remember. Well, at least you listened to the whole thing. But I said, well, I want to, I want, okay. And then somewhere in there, one person dies. Well, then that creates another issue. And then, and so I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm sitting there re- listening and is hoping that all of a sudden, something's going to happen and all these things are going to come together and it's going to be like all this stuff just kind of comes together and it's going to explode into this oh wow that was awesome and that never happened Hmm. so i (laughs) yeah okay and it was a lot it was a fairly long it was called what now fates and furies okay now maybe it was just that particular book, but I'm not really interested in listening to anything else she's okay. got. No, you don't have. To. Maybe it was just that book, but um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I got you. So I I tried. You tried. <laughs> hey, you tried. I just not your I, cup of tea. No, I just don't. I don't. It's okay, baby. It's one of them things you you a book that you can. Now, like I said, though, I don't remember what that guy said about the book. Maybe he struggled with it too, and he just didn't say it. I'll say it. I struggled with the book because I just couldn't keep up. I didn't okay. know what was going it's fine. on. So, so I found me another book. I've started, but I've only listened to like fifteen minutes of it because I just started it. But it's a really long book, and oh. I don't know if I'm going to get through it before next week. Oh. So. It's fifteen hours. That's a long audio book. Those scare me. Mm. Why do they scare you? Because these guys are professional readers. Most of these people read for a mm-hmm. living. This is what they do. That read these books. Mm-hmm. And if it takes that person 15 hours, if I was to sit down and try to read that book, it'd take me seven months. <gasps> so, <laughs> so if a professional's reading it, you know, for 15 hours i'm gonna be listening 
it's going I'm gonna have to really listen because there's a lot going on in there. Okay. So you're not gonna tell us the title? No, I'm not gonna tell you it because I don't remember. Like I said, I just I just I saw it and I opened it up. That's okay. And I thought, huh, that sounds I'll just listen to that. It's gotta be hopefully it's better than what I just finished. Okay. So I'm I'm waiting on Stephanie the next Stephanie Plum coming out. She's not coming out to October. The Dirty oh. Thirty's not coming out to October. Well, we have it on order. Well, you can pre order it. And I can pre order it and you can I think I don't know if you can pre order the audio, but it's not out till oh, okay. till October. Dirty thirty. Dirty thirty. I'm waiting on that. I probably said it was out because I saw we had. I may go back and listen to some more of those because those were fun. They are fun, just yeah. fun. And maybe that's what I need. Maybe this one was just too. I had to think too hard. I'm not a thinker. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. Not with that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It was uh, like I said. I, I I just I just couldn't follow it. And that's the only book I listened to. That's the only thing. I mean, I had a bunch of podcasts yeah. this week. But, um, and I've kind of gone through some of those and I've kind of dwindled them down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten, because I've gotten better where I want to listen to my podcasts. Some some days I have so many podcasts that I listen from 7 o'clock in the morning till, till lunchtime, till noon. And so I'm trying not to listen to a podcast after lunch. Mm. And then I start listening to my book. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to make that transition and I, and I did pretty good with that this week. So otherwise there'll be days I won't even listen to the book. Oh, okay. So I've, I've gone in and weeded out some of my podcasts, um, that I'm not really that interested in. Okay. Um, even though I like the people and I like what they're mm-hmm. doing and saying, and I like the stuff, you know, it's kind of like this podcast. There's a lot of people that probably, you know, they're just not into it all the time, but you know, you miss us. <laughs> So, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good in the neighborhood. That's right. So that's what I got through. That's been my reading. Um, what else we've we been doing? Working. Working, and I, well, I took a long bike ride yesterday. Yes, he did. Oh my goodness! Wore his little self out. I y'all. should have just went home. Cause I, I took was... I took my car to get serviced, and then he rode his bike around Ainer. Which is the town I work in. Yeah, so I just I, t- I dropped my car off to have it serviced, and uh, the guy said, "You're gonna wait on it." I said, "Well, I said I'll be back in a few hours." And he said, "Okay." I said, "You know, I'm not gonna sit here, but I'll be back in a few hours." And I just started riding, mm-hmm. and I made the big loop and made another loop and made another loop, and I ended up riding 18.33 miles. Well, good for you, baby. Yep. And I could have rode home in less than that. I could have just rode yeah. home. But, um, yeah, I ended up having to wait till like, 1 o'clock. I didn't get my car back to like, 1. Yeah. So I just rode my bike. Yeah. And I would get to a place where I was, you know, matter of fact, I sat, out, I sat out in front of the library on the bench. Yeah. And did some tweaking to the seat yeah. a little bit. Yeah, told me. And uh, then I, I went back to the car place, and I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting and I'm just, I'm really, I'm resting. I just, I just rode over there and I rested a little bit sitting on their bench. And, uh, then I got on my bike and rode some more because I could see my car Yeah. and I could see that it had a, they put a, they put a piece of paper on it mm-hmm. so that the technicians know what to do with this car and where, where it's at in line. And so I, I saw that piece of paper and I knew that it was still being worked. It was still in service because they had to move it from one bay to another. Uh-huh. Um, 
And so that was fine. And so when I saw the car and I saw the little paper in the window, I said, okay, well, it's not done. So it's got at least another an hour, mm. you know. They were busy. They were busy. They were very busy. Yeah. If you're ever in the Ainer area and you need tire, need work done on your car, Ainer Tire is a place to go. Yeah. They do tires, brakes, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Um, great. And they do my, they do like oil changes and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're busy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, great people. Yep. So. But, um, and we're not getting paid for no, that no. advertisement. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but good, good folks. Um, and so I just rode my bike and I mm-hmm. rode and I rode and I did really good. Um, the only thing I found that I had trouble with was I feel like I'm, I'm leaning forward on the handlebars so much that my hand went numb. Oh. Uh. My arm. Why are you leaning forward? Just I don't know. And I well, I told you. I think maybe my bike, maybe the frame is too big for me. Oh. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. That it's it's so much bigger than I need that I'm having to lean to get the reach that oh. I need. Oh, okay. Um, well. and I've adjusted my seat a little bit to see if I can m- m- fix that, but there's not a lot of adjustment that I can do. Yeah on the seat and there's no adjustment that I can do on the handlebars. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where they are is where they are unless I replace them or do something else. But so, yeah, I mean, I'm learning some things, but on my long rides, um, and, and it is a common thing that if you do a long, if you do long rides that you need to move your hands, Mm -hmm. your hand positions need to move. That's why when you see people on these, um, these road bikes and the handlebars look like uh, horns off of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're called drop bars. Well, they have those bars, the way they're designed, have like four different hand positions yeah. built into the bars. So you can put your hands in one place, you can put them down lower, you can put them up top, you can put them here. So you have all these different positions. Yeah. Mine's a flat bar. Yeah. I don't have those extra hand positions. Yeah. So you have to move yourself. But I feel like I'm leaning on to the okay. handlebars. And You'll put, figure it out. Yep. So. He was so tired last night, folks. Oh, I was. I Hey, I had a good work. But I'll tell you this, though. Um, people that aren't bike people, you might not understand this, but I have a bike that has gears in it. And so one of the gears is called a climbing gear. It's a granny gear. So when you see people going down a flat road and it looks like they're pedaling at 200 miles an hour and they're not moving, they're in the wrong gear. They're in a climbing gear. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what I use. Well, yesterday, I told you this, yesterday when I went up the big overpass, so it's just a, it's just a, it's a gradual climb. I don't know what the foot difference is, yeah. but it's a good climb. And so when I first few times I did it, I was in the granny gear. And when I got to the top of that overpass, I was tired. I was I was done. Well, yesterday I'm cruising along and I'm in second gear, and I go up the overpass. Now I'm 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 pushing, you know, but I never have to go into the granny gear. Oh, good. So that tells me that my legs are getting stronger. Yeah. You know that I'm I'm getting better. I'm getting stronger, even though I haven't rode in a whole week. Yeah. I, I didn't ride all last week. So. Um, but that does tell me that my my the, my muscles are are getting stronger mm-hmm. in my legs because I was able to climb that overpass without having to go into my 
climbing granny gear. Okay. So I thought that was pretty good. I like that was that was fun. Knowing that I've seeing the difference, seeing mm-hmm. the seeing the the progression of how I'm getting stronger in my legs. So that's good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. So. But that's it. That's all we've been doing. Um, well, he was so tired last night. Oh, yeah. You were. He went to bed before me. <laughs> and I did go to bed not long after him, but I was just wide awake. So I got back up and went back in the living room to read a little while. Uh-huh. And, y'all, he was sawing logs. I, I mean, I don't remember I could hearing hear nothing. him in the living room. I mean, he was <laughs> loud. Okay? And our dog lives in the living room. And so he moves around the living room. And he likes to lay on the wall right and, here. And, in our, our and our dog is half deaf and half blind. Yep. And so he was laying against that wall. It goes to the entrance to the hallway right uh-huh. here is our bedroom. Well, he was laying there, and, and John let loose. And the dog actually heard him, and his head popped up, and he looked around like, what is that? So he got up and went and got back in his bed. Well, he, he kept moving a lot before I went to bed. Well, when I, you know, when I finally got sleeping, you know, was ready to go back to bed, he was back laying on that wall okay so the dog I, was the dog was yeah okay john's still in the bedroom you know he's cutting loose but apparently the dog went on out and he didn't hear him no more but as i'm walking by the dog to go down the hall i hear john snoring and i hear the dog going woof, woof, woof. He, he does that when he sleeps yeah he barks in his sleep i thought lord have mercy i'm gonna have to hear john snore and the dog bark <laughs> woof, woof, woof. <laughs> oh lord have mercy this is why i tell her Honey, you need to go to bed before me because <laughs> you need to be asleep before I go to sleep. Because when I go to sleep, I don't know what's going to happen. He doesn't snore every night. I was tired last night. Yeah, he was tired. I was tired. But now he says I snore sometimes. Oh, Donna snores. She does. <laughs> Matter of fact, she snores so loud sometimes she wakes herself up. You got to tell that? It was the truth. <laughs> but has the dog ever heard me? I don't know. We're not in there, <laughs> but I was tired. I'm telling you what, he I, was. I I I had a good ride yesterday, mm-hmm. and I think an important thing about when you do stuff like that is that you you give yourself time to recover. Yeah. So I slept about twelve hours today, last, la- night. last night twelve hours. Yeah. And I normally don't sleep but eight, anywhere between seven and a half and eight hours is a good night's sleep for me. But I got a good I, I say twelve. I got a good eleven hours of sleep last night. I was I was tired, um, but my body needed that recovery. So, because um, I I rode and rode and rode, and my yeah. butt needs that recovery too. Cause <laughs> Your butt sore. I'm getting better with that. It's not. It's, it doesn't hurt as much as it did the first few weeks. So first few weeks you had numb butt. The first yeah the first two or three times I rode my bike I had numb butt. <laughs> I'm telling you what. It was bad, and that that's another reason why I kept adjusting my seat a little bit. I'd adjust my seat here and there and kind of get a little feel, you know, and I think I'm getting pretty close to getting it dialed in, but I think the frame of the bike is still a little too big for me, so. Okay. We'll see. I'm not saying I'm going to have to go buy another bike, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just have to see. But either way, it's uh it's been fun. I've enjoyed riding. And so far I've had most of the people that have, you know, on the highway, on the roads, everybody's been courteous. I hadn't had any troubles. 
nobody's tried to run me off the road yet and i hadn't had any dogs chase me that's what everybody asked me when people find out that i ride on the roads they say you've been chased by dogs i'm like well no i hear some barking and sometimes i do speed up <laughs> but uh yeah so far i haven't had any trouble we'll see but it's been fun it's been fun riding and it's been fun to see how how when you when you do want when you do something and it's extremely hard and then you do it again it's not quite as hard and you do it again and you do it again and then over over time you realize wow this isn't that bad and the bike doesn't get stronger and the heel doesn't get smaller <laughs> it's me who's changing right i mean it's it's me who's yeah. getting it's me who's getting stronger and my legs are getting stronger and they're yeah. getting more endurance you know yeah. so that's that's the, that's the cool thing. And I can see where the, these guys that do the Tour de France, you know, you're thinking, man, those guys rode for 100 miles. And you see them pedaling and pedaling and pedaling up the hill. And then you see them cruising down the hill. And then a little while later, you see them climbing. And you think, how can you climb again? Well, I'm going to tell you what, that little bit of rest in between, it makes a huge difference. I, I've, I just, I'm like, wow. You know, I was tired. And then I got down, I'm going down the hill a little bit or on flat road where I'm not having to exert myself so much. And then when I get to the next hit and the next little climb and our climbs, and when I say climb, now this is not, this is not like huge, you know, but they're just, it's just humps in, you know, in the road. Yeah. In a car, you'd never notice them. But um, I'm just finding that my i'm recovering quicker and i'm able to go up the next hill yeah and recover and go up the next hill yeah so i'm like wow i believe that if i was on a good road i i believe i could ride 100 miles in a day i think i could hmm. i really do now if i had if i lived in north carolina up in the mountains i believe i could make it three miles <laughs> If I had to, if I had to climb to salute a grade or something like that, you know, yeah. that's like six percent grade. That's pretty steep, Ooh. or seven percent. That's pretty steep. That that's hard. That would be tough. But if I was just riding on mm -hmm. on a good roads, I believe I could do a good a good ride. Mm. Um. So, but I'm enjoying it. It's been fun. You got anything else, babe? Mm, nope. Okay. Not well. Good. I think we're going to get out of here and go find something to do. Okay. How about that? Okie dokie. Sounds good. All right. Well, I've been John. I'm Donna. And we'll talk with you later. Bye-bye.